an expansive partnership to increase religion reporting worldwide. The headlines of every major news organization keep reflecting the attacks, the discrimination, the, the rise of Islamophobia, anti-Semitism, Christian persecution in the Middle East. These stories need to be told. They need to be told accurately and with understanding of the contexts. And in addition to covering religion as conflict, there are hundreds and hundreds of stories of religion as a positive force in communities around the globe. And so we need to tell those stories. And those stories don't get the same kind of coverage as uh, violence and acts of terror and hate. This is Beliefs. I'm Bill Baker. My guest is Tom Gallagher, publisher of Religion News Service and the Beliefs Podcast. This week, Religion News Service announced a partnership with the Associated Press and The Conversation. Their mission is to create a joint global religion news desk. Tom joined me to discuss the effort and what it means for religion reporting worldwide. Tom Gallagher, welcome to your podcast. Tom Gallagher is the president of Religion News Service, the chairman of the board of the Religion News Foundation. The CEO and president of the foundation and CEO and publisher of the news service. Okay, tell us about this big announcement that you just made. This past week, we made an announcement of a a grant from the Lilly Endowment uh, based in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, in the amount of $4.9 million. Um, It's an 18-month grant, and it consists of uh, three partners, the Religion News Service, the Associated Press, and the Conversation uh, U.S., uh, the Associated Press is about a 180-year-old uh, news service, uh, perhaps the premier news organization in the world. Um, the Religion News Service is 85 years old. Uh, it's an independent, nonprofit, uh, professional journalism platform that covers religion. Uh, and importantly, uh, Religion News Service is not affiliated with any religion. So we really try to bring that objectivity to our reporting. Uh, The Conversation is a newer organization uh, based in Massachusetts. Uh, It takes academic expertise and creates a readable commentary for the public, uh, and they do a terrific job. And so we're going to have the global reach and distribution of the Associated Press and their breaking news and investigative uh, skills, among other skills. We'll have the uh, expertise of the Religion News Service that can provide context uh, and deeper analysis. And then we'll have the commentary of experts around the world from academia. It actually makes you think about uh, why religion news is important. Why do we need it today? Well, the headlines of every major news organization keep reflecting the attacks the discrimination, the the rise of Islamophobia, anti-Semitism, Christian persecution in the Middle East. These stories need to be told. They need to be told accurately and with understanding of the contexts. And in addition to covering religion as conflict, there are hundreds and hundreds of stories of religion as a positive force in communities around the globe. And so we need to tell those stories. And those stories don't get the same kind of coverage as uh, violence and acts of terror and hate. So we have a big job to do, and uh, the time is right for this kind of grant. One of the things that I've said about this podcast is that even though religion is often criticized, and so, many times rightly so, the truth is the majority of the world has a religion because they need it. 
religion as a force that is needed in this world today more than ever. That, that's exactly right, Bill. And, you know, religion is a fundamental right uh, in for every person around the globe. Uh, and it's also a right for people not to believe in any kind of faith tradition. And so we want to respect uh, those kinds of uh, citizens and people around the world. But it's under attack. And you pick any country, whether it's China and the Uyghurs, uh, Myanmar and the Rohingya, uh, you've got Christians uh, and Yazidis in the Middle East who are persecuted. Um, and then, of course, you've seen the rise in its, uh, Islamophobia and anti-Semitism in various parts of the world, inclu- including Europe and the United States. So there's a deep uh, uh, concern. There's a deep desire to get these stories done well. And, and it's a technical subject matter. So you just can't put any kind of journalist on these stories uh, and expect the same kind of uh, accuracy and uh, sensitivity and context that w- this grant and the, and the AP writers, the RNS writers, and the uh, commentators from the conversation will bring to this moment. Religion, particularly religion in America, is supported by philanthropy. Uh, for the most part, uh, religion news service is supported by philanthropy. What is the importance of independent philanthropy, particularly the kind that uh, the Lilly Foundation has made possible through the grant they just gave uh, these three entities? The Lilly Endowment has been supporting religion news service and and a whole variety of uh, religion-related initiatives at seminaries around the country, uh, different other media outlets. Uh, They support Krista Tippett, for example, the popular radio uh, show host. Um, and so Lilly has been a prime mover in supporting religion and religion media in the U.S. And so Religion News Service, for example, couldn't exist without the support of the Lilly Endowment. Uh, at the same time, there are other um, uh, funders such as the Luce Foundation, uh, Templeton. We receive a grant from the Templeton Foundation uh, and others. So there's a whole cadre of important funders uh, in the U.S., uh, as well as individuals who take uh, religion journalism very seriously. Uh, Speaking of taking religion journalism seriously, religion news service is really, I'm using an old-fashioned term here, they're kind of a wire service that provides religion news to many entities. Do you want to talk about some of the kinds of entities that wind up using the religion news service? Sure. So the business model for the religion news service uh, has historically been a subscription model and a uh, grantor model. Uh, And so we have clients who buy our content such as the Washington Post, uh, the National Catholic Reporter, uh, Christianity Today, uh, and, and others who buy our content. Uh, the Houston Chronicle, USA Today uh, uses our content. And so our content uh, reaches many people, millions of readers, and of course we're always in the market for expanding that content. Uh, one of the new uh, subscription products we've just introduced we call the House of Worship subscription. And what that is is for a, a low dollar amount, Houses of Worship can buy our content and use it for their, their own website. And so that's a new product we've launched. Um, we've launched in the last year uh, two podcasts, this one, which has been very successful, uh, as well as uh, one on Islam, which is called Recite Islam. And that's been uh, at the top of the uh, Apple charts and uh, ChartWeb and others uh, here in the U.S. for many months. 
That's wonderful. And by the way, thank you for uh, helping make this podcast uh, possible as well. Let's now conclude by talking about talking together. One of the problems that strikes me in this world today, and certainly in America, is that we're all very siloed. People in different religions tend to stay in that religion. In many ways, that's just fine. But there's very little communication, faith to faith, people of faith to one another, people of no faith to people of faith. Uh, Is part of your mission dealing with that important issue? So the mission of the Religion News Foundation, the parent company of the Religion News Service, is to promote religious literacy uh, as well as understanding uh, in a neutral way, in a way that doesn't pick sort of winners and losers uh, in religion. And so we uh, try to host events that bring people of different faith traditions together. Uh, I would encourage uh, individuals to take initiative on their own and go visit a church or a mosque or a synagogue uh, that is not of their tradition and start to engage people and, and start to create encounters of dialogue. And so in the months ahead, uh, the Religion News Foundation in particular will be undertaking initiatives that create uh, moments of encounter, moments of dialogue, and moments of pluralism uh, that's so vitally needed both in the U.S. and abroad. Tom Gallagher, thank you for being with us. Great to be with you, Bill. Thank you. Our guest was Thomas Gallagher, CEO of the Religion News Foundation and publisher of Religion News Service. The conversation continues on our Facebook page, and we tweet at Beliefs Podcast. If you like our program, come review us on iTunes. Beliefs is brought to you with the support of the Bernard L. Schwartz Center for Media, Public Policy, and Education at the Graduate School of Education at Fordham University. Jay Woodward is our producer. The theme music is by Edward Billis. I'm Bill Baker, and thank you for listening.